Hi, everyone, and welcome back to a new semester of SNC Adventures Talk It Out podcast. My name is Katie Vanden and today I am joined with Jordan, a student that was abroad this past spring semester in Toledo, Spain. Jordan unfortunately had to come home early due to the coronavirus pandemic, but I will give Jordan a moment to introduce yourself. Hi, everybody. My name is Jordan Mawat. Um, I'm a senior this year at SNC, which is crazy to say. <laughs> um, I'm hopefully going to graduate with a degree in biology and Spanish. Um, and last semester, spring 2020, I studied abroad in Toledo, Spain. All right. Thanks, Jordan. I do agree. It's finally our senior year. <laughs> All right. So to kick it off, um, do you just want to talk about why you chose to go to Toledo, Spain for your semester abroad? Yeah, of course. So being a Spanish major, I knew that I had to study abroad. So I guess that's kind of where it started off. Um, however, before I even like thought about where I wanted to go to college, I knew study abroad was something I wanted to do. Okay. Um, yeah, so that's kind of like one of the big reasons why I even chose SNC in the first place, just because they're able to make study abroad work for all different types of majors. And Absolutely. also having a biology major, I knew it was going to be kind of hard to fit it in. So, mm -hmm. um, but specifically, I chose Toledo, Spain, um, because Toledo is not a very big city, and I liked that idea. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, being sure. abroad, I was already kind of, you know, intimidated um, being mm -hmm. on my own. So I thought um, a smaller city would probably be the best option for me. Um, mm -hmm. I chose um, Spain too because it's in Europe and because I wanted to be able to um, see other parts of Europe as well. Um, mm -hmm. I didn't get around as much as I wanted to because yeah. of coronavirus, unfortunately, but I, I did a little bit and I don't regret choosing to study in Spain. Oh, awesome. Do you want to talk a little bit about where you were able to travel to and kind of, was it easy to find travel plans, like plane tickets, trains, public transportation? Can I talk about that? Yeah, for sure. Um, getting around and traveling was a lot easier than I thought it was going to be at first. Mm -hmm. I was very like overwhelmed by like having to figure out my own way around Europe. Um, for sure. But, however, it was pretty easy, actually. Um, Europe is does a great job with their transportation systems. It's so much easier than here in the United States, um, yeah. which is nice. Um, but I got to Belgium and I took a plane to get there. Um, I also took a plane to Portugal one weekend. Okay. Um, yeah, and then some other places in Spain. I went to Salamanca one weekend, um, Madrid, Barcelona. Um, I went to Madrid a few times actually just because it was so close to Toledo right, right. Um, but yeah those were the places I was able to go on the weekend did you have a favorite place out of all those that you listed that you traveled to oh boy I'd probably say <laughs> Barcelona okay. I really liked Barcelona that was that's kind of a place I had always dreamed of going one day and so actually being able to be there was really cool yeah definitely 
Um, so do you want to describe like the campus you were at abroad and, you know, was it similar or different to the St. Norbert campus at all? Yeah. So, um, my school that I was studying at was the Fund, the Fundacion, that's what we called it. Um, and it was a school that was, that set up for study abroad students. So no one at that school, um, is like a native from Spain that lives in Toledo, mm-hmm. um, which was also a reason why I chose the program. I like the idea of being in a school with um, other students who are in the same situation as me, you know, living Definitely. in a different a different college um, mm-hmm. out of their home country. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, so all my classes were in Spanish. Um, okay. So that was cool. Um, and they were all taught by native professors. Um, there were some students who actually lived at the Foons, like in a dorm type setting. Um, mm-hmm. And then there was others who stayed with a host family. I stayed with the host family. And I really liked that experience. It was, it was pretty cool. Something I, um, I'm really grateful that I had the opportunity to do. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, so you mentioned that all of your classes were in Spanish. So what type of classes you take while you were abroad? And were those classes like similar formatting and like homework and test wise to classes here at St. Norbert? I took kind of a variety of classes. I took an art class. So we mm-hmm. studied the main like a lot of the main painters um, from Spain, which was really cool. Um, I've never mm-hmm. taken an art class previously, and I really enjoyed the class. Um, I know oh, cool. so much more about art than I ever thought I would. <laughs> right. <laughs> I didn't really think art would be my thing, but it was right. really cool. And we actually got to go on a field trip to an art museum, the Prado, in Madrid one day. So that was cool. Oh, cool. Yeah, so we got to see the real paintings that we were learning about in class. We were supposed to go to another museum, but... <laughs> We had to leave before then, so that was kind of unfortunate, but I was still happy I got to go to one of them. Um, yeah, for sure. Yeah. I also took a theology class, which was a little bit challenging in Spanish, just because uh-huh. I wasn't very familiar um, with the vocabulary, um, and theology is a class that I struggle with more even in English, so I didn't right. that one. <laughs> was interesting but the professor was really nice and very entertaining so I made it good yeah and then I also took a Spanish culture class so just learning about Spain culture (laughs) and that was really helpful just being in Spain and trying to adjust to it um that I was able to be learning about where I was living at the same time right um, and then um I, oh, sorry go ahead sorry no you keep talking <laughs> I took a Latin American um politics and society class as well okay wow it seems like you took a great variety while you're abroad like you said so were all of those credits that you took abroad like able to like cover classes that you normally would have taken here classes that I took I got credit for here at St. Norbert um, a lot of them went towards my Spanish major and then also dipped into um, a lot of core classes that I need as well. Sure. Well, that's awesome that you could kind of take some cool classes over there that fulfilled stuff here too. Yeah. 
Um, so do you want to talk a little bit about the language barrier? And since you are Spanish, you're studying Spanish here, do you want to talk about your experience with that? Like, did you find it super rewarding that you studied abroad in a Spanish-speaking country? Yeah. Um, a really great experience. I was nervous about it at first. Oh, for sure, um, I bet. Just because I've never been, like, forced to have to use Spanish. Like, mm-hmm. my teachers... Yeah here have always like spoken English if we needed help so knowing that some of my professors didn't know any English was a little bit intimidating um Mm -hmm. also living with a host family my host family did not know any English (laughs) whatsoever Mm -hmm. so that was um interesting as well but definitely like as I was there longer I was able to adjust more to the pace that they were speaking at and the different mm-hmm. accents and the different slang and so by yeah. the end of my time there um it was much easier for me to understand and speak as well oh awesome yeah I feel like you probably really strengthen your Spanish skills just by like you know being there and speaking it with native people and just picking up on how they speak the language as well so I'm sure that was super cool for you to do oh yeah yeah it's crazy up on things when you're actually immersed mm-hmm. in the language yeah awesome um so what surprised you about living in Spain like anything called anything you didn't expect um let's see one thing that was challenging mm-hmm. um I had kind of heard about it but I didn't really expect how much it would affect me was their eating time. Oh, sure. Um, yeah, <laughs> they eat um, like breakfast around the same time that we would. Um, however, it's not very big. They might eat like a piece of fruit and like um, a little like Danish type thing. Okay. And then they won't eat lunch until like 2 or 3 p.m. in the afternoon. Oh, wow which was a really long stretch for me. I was always hungry by like 11 a.m. Yeah. Like those hours in between were just like off. Mm-hmm. I was so like crabby because I wanted to eat. So in between my classes, sometimes I would have to go and find some food mm-hmm. before lunch at like a McDonald's or something. Yeah. yeah. yeah and, then- and then. Go ahead. Oh. Oh, and then I was going to say, and then they don't eat dinner until like 9, 9 p.m. Mm-hmm. My family ate early for Spain. They ate at like 8 p.m. <laughs> Which is still <laughs> later than our normal dinner, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, it's still super late. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we ate, quote, unquote, early because my host dad um, worked a night shift, okay. so he would have to eat before he left. Yeah. So, <laughs> I mean, I got a little lucky. <laughs> yeah, for but- sure. All my friends were complaining that they had to wait till like 10 p.m. or something. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. So, so yeah, that was something that was difficult for me to adjust to. Mm-hmm. Um, but at least you kind of knew a little bit about it beforehand, so you weren't like completely shocked by it, but it's still definitely probably an adjustment. Yeah, I thought I would like adjust to it a lot better, but <laughs> I don't think I ever oh, got to yeah. All right, so the coronavirus obviously impacted your semester abroad and you had to leave early. So do you just want to talk about that situation, like kind of how it was handled for you and, you know, kind of when you left Spain and how that went? 
Yeah, for sure. Um, <laughs> I wish I didn't have to be explaining this. It is something that happened. Yeah. So, uh, I don't know, pretty much like the first like two, in, like first two weeks I was there is when like I started to really like hear about coronavirus mm-hmm. and it was in Italy mainly at the time. Yeah. So, I mean, I wasn't like too concerned about it at first, but then like once cases started getting to Spain, I was like, okay, maybe I should be a little worried about this. Mm-hmm. You know, Italy had to like shut down and I had heard that kids from St. Norbert were going home. Mm-hmm. And so I was starting to get a little anxious about yeah, it. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Yeah, so I had, like, emailed Gail, I think, even before, like, St. Norbert said that we had to come home, and I was kind of just, like, asking her, like, you know, like, what would happen if I had to come home? Like, would I get credits or anything? And they did a really good job of, like, communicating with us here and, like, letting us know that they um, were trying to figure things out Mm -hmm. and... um, yeah, I think St. Norbert was a lot more ahead of the game than a lot of the other schools Yeah, um, who were at my school in Spain. You know, we had students from like U of M and Notre Dame mm-hmm. and their schools weren't really communicating with them at all. So I was really pleased that St. Norbert was very on top of it. That's good. Yeah, communication with us yeah, <laughs> um, for longer than them. Um, but yeah, so <laughs> we eventually did hear that we had to come home, mm-hmm. um, but everything was really organized. Um, I was able to get a flight home um, fairly quickly. I was one of the first people to leave um, from our program okay. um, because I wanted I wanted to get home yeah, before, like, I just knew, like, plane tickets back would probably be more difficult to get if I waited until the very last um, minute Mm -hmm. Uh, just because I knew everyone was going to be trying to get out from all different countries so I kind of got ahead of the game on that Oh, good. Um, but yeah it was pretty sad because I was only able to tell my host family like two or three days before Mm -hmm. um, my flight back home and you know, they didn't really understand why I was leaving. Right. Um, it seemed like a lot of the natives in Spain weren't as concerned okay. <laughs> about the virus. Um, there's kind of a joke about Spaniards that they're really relaxed and mm-hmm. they would say, no pasa nada, which means, like, don't worry about <laughs> it. Like, it's not a problem. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so they're just a little bit more relaxed culturally than yeah. us and so my whole time you know I think she was tried to be as understanding as she could but I mean <laughs> with my limited Spanish skills right. I wish I could have explained it a little better mm-hmm. but you know um so when you came back home like what were your emotions like were you relieved were you sad were you like kind of all of the above probably um yeah I think at first initially I was relieved just because um when I was there I was pretty anxious about the virus you know a lot of the thoughts were like well what happens if I get stuck here Mm -hmm. if the border and I'm still here what happens if I get 
sick. Like I didn't want to have to be like in a Spanish hospital and not be able to communicate with my doctors. Right. That whole idea kind of freaked me For out. Sure. Um, especially since a lot of hospitals were, you know, overwhelmed. Mm-hmm. And I, just wanna, I didn't want to be a part of that. Yeah. I was like, I'd rather be in America. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> yeah, my host family at the time, they were like, oh, well, it's okay. Like, we have free healthcare here. You won't even have to pay. I'm like, well, I still don't want to be there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so they were trying to <laughs> make light of it, I guess. Yeah. So honestly, I would say I was really relieved just to be home. But then after like a week or so is when I really like started to feel like disappointed yeah. that I had to come home just because study abroad was something that I was looking forward to so much for so many years. And I was able to really reflect and see how much I was able to grow in that short amount of time. So knowing that I could have had a lot more time um, was something hard for me to um, kind of digest Mm -hmm. and get with. So I'm thinking to myself, well, if I was longer, like I would have been able to do so much more traveling. I would have been able to improve my speaking so much more. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just like the what if. Yeah, definitely. Well, hopefully someday you'll be able to go back and kind of, you know, relive and redo all the things you wanted to do. Yeah, that's my excuse for going. Exactly. Back there you go. <laughs> <laughs> well, my chance got cut short. Yep. So now I have to go back sometime. Good plan. Um, so overall, what were some things you learned from your study abroad experience? Uh, maybe just about yourself in general. Um, I really learned that I'm a lot more independent than I thought. Mm-hmm. I never imagined that I'd be like buying places by myself, yeah. booking plane tickets, and hopping on trains places. And so just knowing that like, I am capable of doing these things on my own and I don't have to always um, follow the crowd necessarily or need someone right next to me. Right. Um, I think you also learn to um, value um, like yourself and your passions. Mm -hmm. Um, You don't have to do what everybody else does all the time and that's okay. Yeah. I love that so much. Um, so <laughs> what advice would you give to students who maybe are unsure if they want to study abroad? Let's see. I would say, you know, just do it. <laughs> just do mm-hmm. it. I mean, I was, you know, very nervous about um, not being at St. Norbert for that semester, being outside of the country. I'm very much a homebody. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I love my family. I don't know what I'd do without them. Um, but I knew that if I didn't do it, it was going to be something that I regretted down the road and I would have beat myself up for it. Yeah. So I was like, you know what? It's just a couple months. Yeah. <laughs> you can do it <laughs> and you'll love it. Yeah. So I knew I just had to get there and I was going to be just fine. Cool. Yeah. Well, awesome. Well, Jordan, thank you so much for joining me today and sharing your study abroad experience with us. Um, and thank you to all our listeners for tuning in to another episode of our SNC Adventures Talk It Out podcast. We'll see you guys next week. Thanks, Jordan.